So that last song we were singing speaks to one of the doctrines, the great doctrines of uh, our faith, and that's solified. That means uh, faith alone. In faith, faith in Jesus alone is where we put our trust. We, we can't work for our salvation. Jesus has accomplished it, and it is not uh, anything that we have done or anything that we could earn. You see, uh, we are saved by grace through faith. And praise the Lord for that. We touched on this morning a little bit of what I want to talk about tonight. Turn, turn with me in your Bibles to Luke chapter 10. In Luke chapter 10, we're in verses 38 through 42, we get the story or we get the idea about a Martha complex. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight, the Martha complex. Now, we talked about Martha a little bit this morning in, our, in the message. And uh, sometimes she gets a bad rap, uh, and I understand that. She was working, and she was serving, and she was doing what was needed, uh, except for uh, she might have been neglecting some personal interaction with the Lord Jesus. So... Let me go ahead and define what I, what I call the Martha complex. It's activity-centered. It's all about what I'm doing. It's busyness for the Lord that sometimes prevents personal growth or personal relationship growth with the Lord Jesus Christ. So read with me verse 38 through 42 in Luke chapter 10. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Let's go to the Lord in prayer tonight. Father, we are excited about the things that are coming up this year. We've just gotten through with the planning meeting and we've got a lot of things scheduled out and Father, all of those things uh, that, you know, it could be overwhelming if we look at it as, as things that are going to take up our time. But Father, it's not about that. It's about us being with you and I thank you for that. So Lord, as we gather tonight and we discuss this, the idea of this, uh, what has been coined as the Martha Complex, Father, help us to make sure that we are centering our focus on you and what you want and um, making sure that our relationship with you is the way that it needs to be. And Father, making sure that that receives our attention more so than our busyness. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so the Martha Complex. I was watching a show one time and... Um, it was showing different kinds of religions and how they, how they worshipped and, and what they thought you know, would, would uh, earn them salvation because 
outside of Christianity, every other religion is a works-based religion. You have to work to be good enough to go to heaven, in their opinion, in their teachings. But the truth of the matter is, Jesus has done everything that needs to be done for our salvation and for us to enter into heaven. Now, in this show, there were two um, worshipers that were on their way to a certain place. They, they were going, uh, they were making their travels from one place to the other to the, uh, uh, some big temple of worship. I can't remember what it was. But they actually had boards on the palms, on their hands, and on their knees. And what they would do is they would prostrate themselves, they would fall down, on, and they would slide their hands out and lay down on the ground, and then they would scoop themselves back up, and they would stand up, and they would hit their chest a couple times, and then they would do it all over again. And that was their mode of travel. They, they were having to, that was their, I don't want to say it's their way of worship, but it was what was required of them in order for them to be holy and righteous. You see, for us it makes no sense at all. But for them, they had been taught that that was the way to heaven. And, and there's so many crazy things out there, and, and we look at that and we say, you know what, that makes absolutely no sense. But think about this. So many times we get we get so wound up or caught up in the things of the church, the working in the church, that we might forget the one who we're supposed to be worshiping through the church. You see, we get caught up in activities a lot of times. I know, I know I've done it myself. We get caught up in doing the things for the Lord that we think we're supposed to be doing, and in, in a sense, we have decided in our mind that, hey, if I do these things, then I'm okay with God, whether I've talked to God today or not. You know, the most important thing for us is not what we do, it's who we talk to. So for the Martha complex, let's look at this thing, okay? Jesus and his, all of his followers came in, and it may have been a pretty good crowd. Of course, we know it was his, his general disciples, or his, his main disciples, but most of the time outside of the 12, he had a lot more with him too. So they come in, and Mary and Martha are there, and it says she had a sister named Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Now that's the second time today that we have seen Mary at Jesus' feet. She was there taking care of the most important thing for her, which was her spiritual um, uh, appetite. Jesus was feeding her, and she was learning and she was gaining ground in her spiritual growth or her spiritual relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And verse 40 kind of tells us what is going on. And Martha was distracted. And that's, see, that's the whole thing. When you're talking about the Martha complex, it means you're distracted away from the most important thing and you've got other things on your mind. So here's some things to help us to not get into the Martha complex. First, understand and know that activity for the Lord is not a legitimate substitute for spending time with God. Whenever we get busy, we, we, sometimes I get up in the morning and I'm in a rush to, to do whatever it is that I've got on my mind or that I've been thinking about or that I've scheduled to do. And, you know, sometimes I'm thinking to myself, you know, I just don't have time to sit down and read my Bible. I've been on a, a, a Bible 
a reading the Bible through program for several years. And, you know, it only takes about 15 minutes a day. About 15 minutes. You know, and I've got it figured out that I can, I can go in there. Uh, when I get up in the morning, I go straight to the coffee pot. I don't know if y'all do that, but that's what I do. I go in and I start making the coffee, and then I, I do other things while the coffee's making. And then I, I get a cup of coffee and I sit down. And about the time, about the same amount of time as it takes me to drink that cup of coffee, I can have my Bible readings done and I can get up and go about my business. That's if I don't get distracted. That's, that's if I hadn't got my mind already set and, and my mind's already working on what I need to do or what I want to do because we always, we make time for the things that we want to do. So now we've got to make sure that we're not substituting all the things that we do for God. We're, we substitute that for spending time with God sometimes. And when we do that, we've gotten ourselves distracted. We've allowed to, we've taken part in doing something good and we've missed the something that was great. We've missed, just like Mary and Martha, Martha was doing what was good. She was doing something that was needed, but Mary was doing the greatest thing, which was sitting at Jesus' feet. Understand that in no way does this passage of Scripture mean that all we have to do is just sit and watch everybody else do everything. That's not what this is talking about. But there's got to be a time where you stop and you focus on Him and not let yourself get distracted from your personal relationship. Don't substitute doing things for spending time with God. So she approaches Jesus and, and she comes to him and says, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me serve. Activity for the Lord is not a legitimate substitute for spending time with God. Activity for the Lord is not more important than praying. Do you know how hard it is to spend time in pray in prayer? You know, because if you're like me, it's easy to get distracted even while you're praying. Activity for the Lord is not more important than prayer. One of the greatest things that we can do for anyone is pray for them. And when you say that you're going to pray for somebody, do it. Don't just say it. Do it. I find myself, after I tell somebody that I'm going to pray for them, if I'm not very careful, it'll slip my mind and I won't pray for them. So I've tried to do this a little more often now. I'm, not, I'm still not where I need to be with it. If somebody asks me for prayer, a lot of times I'll take them aside right then and say, let me pray for you now because I might forget about it later. So make sure that you are not substituting doing things for the Lord and taking the place of the most important thing is just spending a little time at His feet spending a little time in conversation with God in prayer. The last thing that I want to mention about the Martha complex 
is that activity for the Lord is not more demanding than prayer. The first thing, it's not more important than prayer, but it's not, it's not more demanding than prayer. In that, like I said, the most important thing you can do for somebody is prayer, is praying for them, but also understand that when we pray, we are doing the most powerful thing that we can do for anybody. The power of prayer is much more, uh, can accomplish much more than I can going and helping the person. Now, after I pray, I can go physically help them. But making sure that prayer is, it takes a, a, a prominent place in our time, not only with God, but with His people. When we get caught up doing a lot of different things, sometimes we substitute what we're doing for actually sitting down and communing with God. Sometimes we, we substitute what we're doing for sitting down and praying with someone. Working for the Lord is a wonderful and profitable thing. But it can never take the place of a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus. It can never take the place of, of spending time with Him in prayer, in Bible study, in worship. All the things that we do, yeah, they're needed, but there's a place for it. There's a time for it. And you know, just because I'm, I might not be able to do everything that I want to do, if I need to, if I pull back just a little bit and, and uh, am not doing everything that I used to do, it gives somebody else an op opportunity to serve in that position or that, that capacity and receive the blessing for it. In my early years as a pastor, I thought I was supposed to do everything. I, I thought that was what the calling was. I taught Sunday school. I led the worship. I led the choir. I preached. I taught discipleship training. I taught Wednesday nights. I trimmed the hedges. I raked the leaves. I cut the grass. And you know, after I stopped doing all those things, somebody else got in there and, and was, all those things continued to be done, but other people got the blessing of serving. Now, understand what I'm saying here. If we're so busy that we're not spending time with God, then God does not intend for us to do all those things. God may have somebody else prepared to take up our slack so that we can spend time with Him and not neglect the most important thing which is sitting at Jesus' feet speaking with Him communing with Him either through prayer or through His Word or through worship. Don't get caught up in doing too much. Let's make sure that we are focusing on our relationship with the Lord Jesus. Let's pray together, please. Father, it is so easy to get distracted in our world. There's so many things that want to grab our attention. But Father, thank you for the opportunity for us to just sit at your feet for a while. 
hear your word explained and talked about, feel your spirit leading us and guiding us and, and understanding that as we worship, that we are in your presence, that you are here. Thank you for this time of rejuvenation. Thank you for this time of refilling our spirit. And God will always praise you. And thank you for the opportunities that we have to worship and to serve. In Jesus' name, amen.